everybody, happy Friday, and welcome back to Just For A Podcast, a high school musical, the musical, the series podcast, hosted by me, Ivy. And me, Lauren. Okay, catching up. How's your past quarantine week been? It's been okay because I've been playing Animal Crossing New Horizons, and besides that, I'm going to work because I'm sadly essential, so... That's pretty much it. How about you? Well, y'all, on last Friday when this... (laughs) Don't laugh at my pain. (laughs) Last Friday when this episode came out, I found out I have mono. Oh, God. So, yeah, I've been chilling in my house. I just refinished season three of The O.C., um, my Bahamas trip with my best friend just got canceled. So if you need me at the end of April, Great. I am now free. <laughs> Dang. Oh, remember? And we were like planning our trips all around your You taking off those dates too. We, we really did. Oh my God. It's okay. it'll, it'll work out. It's okay. We got, we got autumn's coming with us now. So we're good. Yes. But, yeah, and somebody send me an edible arrangement. My tonsil is the size of a golf ball. I thought you were going to say, someone send me an edible. (laughs) Period. Like, what, Ivy? This is a G-rated show. Mmm. Okay. (laughs) PG. (laughs) PG. There you go. That's more accurate. Uh, so... This week, you guys, we decided we were going to cover the iconic, very first OG started at all, High School Musical. From 2006. Ugh. Don't, that, oh, that feels so long ago. Because it is, dude. I know. But at the same time, it's so weird because I feel like I just remember them doing the HSM 10 reunion oh, yeah. stuff and literally next year is going to be the 15. Uh, I don't like that. Uh-uh. Okay, wait. So when's the last time you watched High School Musical? Can you remember? Like before we did the rewatch for this. The last time I watched the first one, I can't remember. I mean, it couldn't have been it's not like years obviously but it i don't remember the last time i watched the first one i know i watched the third one semi-recently because mm. i i know i definitely haven't watched it since the series came out i don't think i have oh no i was just saying like it was cool to see it after the fact of the series and like not having watched it beforehand apparently i started it on disney plus at one point and got four minutes in and then <laughs> I never kept watching apparently. You, you said nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we can jump in with a synopsis. East High is taken by storm when Troy, the star captain of the school's basketball team, and Gabriella, a brainy new student, connect on a level that's more than a school crush. When the two discover they might have a real passion for singing, they take their place in the spotlight, setting off a chain of events that puts all of East High into a musical frenzy. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember the first time you saw this movie? I totally do. You want to know, like, 
something weird. Give <laughs> I me. remember exactly where I was. So I in I went to Catholic school, so it was like elementary through middle school, so like kindergarten through eighth. And so the kindergartners had an ice cream social and my siblings were there or my mom was running it or something. And I remember throwing like a mini fit because the clock was ticking and it was getting closer to like eight o'clock or whenever it was coming out. And I was like, we need to go home right now to watch this movie. And I just remember that so clearly. And I like see myself at the playground. I don't know. How about you? I can't remember the first time I watched this one. I know exactly what I was doing when I saw the second one. But what do you think it was about this one that made it so crazy not when it came out but even beforehand because when decoms would come out I know I would get excited like oh it's the new decom but I feel like even before this one came out it was like oh my god high school musical I have to watch that when it comes out I don't know I mean it's not like we knew any of the cast members no no everybody yeah everybody was pretty new I don't know maybe maybe their marketing was on point (laughs) I guess because I know beforehand even this was definitely highly anticipated at least by me I know because yeah the commercials and stuff I was just a little 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 six six seven year old what what point of the year did this come out this came out June I was still six um but yeah I was a little, little six year old Ivy yeah. I'm like oh my god this movie looks amazing I have to watch this maybe it was like. Oh, wait, no. I was going to say maybe it's because, like, the appeal of high school, but there's other DCOMs where they're in high school, so that doesn't make sense. I don't know what it was. Was it, is it because it was a musical? No. Cheetah Girls was out before this. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know what it was about this that made it so highly anticipated. <laughs> yeah, but I, I mirrored those feelings you had of just being, like, ready for it. I don't know. Maybe it's because I was just attracted to Zac Efron. <laughs> that too. I feel like Zac Efron was... I had crushes on characters as a kid, but I feel like Zac Efron was like the peak of my childhood TV crush. Yeah, but re-watching this, I was like, I like this dude. <laughs> like that haircut? Mm-hmm. Sir. Yeah, because, I mean, I've got a whole Twitter thread of my old childhood TV crushes that I had. Um, Wait, send that to me. Hold on. I, I'll, I'll read a few. For, okay. What, for, is there like 30,000? I, I don't think the thread... Tread. I don't think the thread is that long, but I... <laughs> hold on. Shameless thread of my childhood movie, possibly TV2 crushes. Um, Jeremy Sumter is Peter Pan in the live Peter Pan. We've been new. <laughs> well, yeah, I have a tattoo for him. I, hope, I know. <laughs> I hope you know. Um, Max Lloyd Jones as David Durango in the Sandlot 2. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, next on the list, uh, Luke Benward as Charlie Tuttle in Minutemen from 2008. That hair. Meanwhile, I'm still in love with Luke Benward. I was just going to say. Oh, Zac Efron's on here. Zac Efron as Troy Bolton in the High School Musical series. Um, oh, Ben Feldman as Adam Forrest in The Perfect Man from 2005. 
Wow, bringing me back right now, Ivy. Uh, Robbie Amell as Drew Patterson <laughs> in Picture This. Remember when we were in New York and you saw the photo of Robbie Amell on my phone and you were like, is that Robbie Amell? And my head whipped up so fast because I thought you were talking about Robbie Amell in person. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. We were eating. I was ready to bolt and go see him. <laughs> Missy, who's the one of us that's met him and who hasn't? Sawi. No, you're not. <laughs> my my boy and gloom. My boy and gloom. <laughs> yeah, last person on the list is uh, Jake McDormand as Raymond in Aquamarine in 2006. Bless. But yeah, I definitely think that Troy Bolton was my first full-fledged TV crush. I had t-shirts. I had a dog tag with his picture on it. Oh my god, you were doing the dog tag before Ricky and Mimi. (laughs) (laughs) I got like a pack with dog tags with a bunch of the High School Musical characters on them, and I would always wear my Troy one. T as in Troy? (laughs) (sighs) Too early, Lauren, too early. I know, sorry. Okay, jumping into the movie, what's your first note? My first note is that it's still one of my goals to attend a New York, I mean, New Year's Eve party like this. But then I wrote, note to self, throw this party yourself because I love throwing parties. And I'm definitely going to do that in the near future. You throw good parties. My first note is that it's New Year's Eve and that she is credited as Vanessa Ann Hudgens. Do you remember whenever? I saw that. Whenever she went by Vanessa Ann Hudgens. She used to say her whole name all the time. Also, I wrote that there's a kid in a Viking helmet, but then as the party progressed, what are these hats these kids are wearing? I feel like it's just like a, like photo booth hats, you know, that they just took a photo at the photo booth and kept them on. Because <laughs> I understand that they had the New Year's Eve hats, but then... They all had these weird Viking hats and, like, giant hats. It, it was a team party. <laughs> we all want to know what else went on. That's another thing I wrote down, that Troy's mom, Troy is playing basketball because he's the basketball boy, and then we see that Gabriella is reading. She's a smart little quirky girl, and Troy's mom comes in to try to get him to stop playing because she and Troy's dad are gonna go to the adult New Year's party and she says that there's a kid's party downstairs. Why in all of these movies is there always, like, teen clubs and teen party? Those don't exist. They do, like, when you go on cruises and stuff? On cruises, yeah, but (laughs) think of, like, Starstruck, they have that under-21 club. That's not a thing. We had, um, over here, we had an 18-plus club. There's an 18-plus dance club drag bar near me, but that's the only place to get into if you're not 21. Yeah, we definitely, you're right, though. We definitely didn't have, like, young adult party while your parents are at this other one. It was just one party. Gabriella is wearing a tracksuit tucked into Uggs. Okay, First of all, I've always wanted that tracksuit since the beginning. (laughs) That purple velour classic. So they're at this party, and am I the only one that thinks that 
they're more dressed up than everybody else. I don't, I didn't notice that. I just noticed like some people were in like oversized striped shirts and all these like 2000s era clothes. I was like, oh, it's a period piece, Lauren. I'm sorry. I forgot. I forgot. (laughs) Sorry, Courtney. (laughs) So they're doing karaoke. Gabrielle is reading. Troy is hanging off to the side, trying to not talk to anybody. And the MC calls them out. With a spotlight. With a spotlight. And makes them sing. Literally forces them and says that they'll thank him one day. This is my favorite song from the first movie. Start something new. like this or if I like what I've been looking for more I just feel like everyone gravitates do- towards breaking free yeah I mean I love that song mm-hmm. but I just love started something new more I wrote that we're not even three minutes into the movie and we get the first song <laughs> can your take is not playing they don't musical, do they jump right in and as time has progressed And I don't know if it's because we've met him and heard him sing or what, but I can't take Zach's lip syncing seriously knowing that it's Drew Seeley. I wrote that exact thing. Like, I just can't watch it. It just doesn't match. No, I can't. Well, and knowing that Drew was a whole adult and... Well, Troy's supposed to be like a junior in high school singing with, with Drew's voice. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just wrote, can't take Zach's lip syncing seriously. So after they sing Start of Something New, they are talking outside. They've got their little hot cocoa and they do a little phone number exchange. With Gabrielle, I mean, V. Hudges. Garage door open. Phone. And then Gabriella dips. <laughs> She said, gotta go? Gotta go find my mom? He's in the middle of talking to her. (laughs) So just wanted to let you know that Bobo... And he turns around and she's gone. I feel like I would do that. Can we talk about how, though, when they got pushed on that stage, I wrote down, there is no reaction from Gabriella being on stage with this cute boy. Oh, Yeah. Oh my god, if that happened to me, I would be... If I got pushed on that stage and turned next to me and saw 2006 Zac Efron, I would have been like, you think I'm singing right now? Yeah. (laughs) You think I'm going to be doing anything for the next three minutes? (laughs) In front of this man? No. True that. Where was that reaction? I know. So, after their little phone number exchange and Gabrielle leaves... We move forward a couple weeks to East High. All the students are flowing in. Spring, or not spring break. (laughs) Winter break is over. Their school spirit is unmatched. Everyone is in school colors. Yeah, like 24-7. Chad's got his basketball, of course. When did he not have the basketball? It's either he has a basketball or he has watches. 
True. Uh, we get the first entrance of Sharpay as everyone is in the hallway, and this girl's wearing all pink wardrobe, looks very legally blonde-esque, and basically makes everybody part like the Red Sea. I mean, her power. And then Ryan just gets to follow, follow along. <laughs> okay, wait. So then we see them in homeroom. Did you have homeroom? Yeah. I have never had homeroom at any of my high school. Like, what is it? I, it was basically, like, a half a period to, like, do work for any other classes that you had. Was it, like, the beginning of the day? In junior high, we had homeroom, and they made us do AR, which was accelerated reading, and we would have to read books and then take quizzes on them for points. And literally, there was a week, or not a week, there was a month once that I just refused to do my AR points because (laughs) my homeroom teacher made my point goal higher than everybody else's because I was in honors classes. And I was... I basically just told her... Um, because I'm in honors classes doesn't mean I like to read, so I'm not doing this. And when everybody else watched the boy in the stripe of pajamas in the auditorium and cried their eyes out, I had to do what was the punishment, I guess. But basically all the teachers just looked at me and they were like, why are you here? You do your work. And then they just didn't make me do anything. (laughs) That's so weird, dude. (laughs) But homeroom in high school was basically just a time to do your homework. Uh, We had homeroom. A lot of people do it in the mornings before first period. But our homeroom was right before... It was after third period and before lunch. Was it... Were you just, like, assigned to a random teacher? And that was your homeroom? Yeah, we... At our school, you would have the same homeroom teacher all four years of high school. But my senior year, I was on the yearbook staff, and the yearbook teacher was the librarian. And we, she basically assigned us all to her homeroom. So my senior year, we all just got to hang out in the library for homeroom. Wow, this, this is like a foreign concept to me. <laughs> but I don't understand their homeroom. I don't understand this East High schedule in general, because they have homeroom and a free period. I don't, yeah. un- I don't understand how they have time in the day for these classes when they have homeroom and a free period. Maybe they're there longer, or their <laughs> classes are shorter. Uh, their homeroom teacher is Miss Darbus. We get introduced to her. She is the drama teacher. Her classroom even is already very dramatic. Yeah, there's so many props in there. That giant chair in the front of the classroom. The Literally throne. Like the throne. <laughs> She says that they are preparing for their winter musical. And my question is, would it be the winter musical or the spring musical? Oh, yeah. Wait. Because they just got back from winter break. So... No, she said spring musical. I thought she... At one point, she said winter because I wrote down winter musical. I, I swear she says... Like, for the winter... Oh, wait, you're right. <laughs> They're, I don't know. They're just now casting it, so by the time they put it on, it's going to be spring. So I don't know why she calls it the winter musical. You're right. I think she does say winter. But in this homeroom, Troy is in here, and he sees Gabriella because magically the girl that he met at the ski lodge goes to his school now. <laughs> of course. I mean, typical. Typical. 
And everybody's texting on their phones at the same time. Everybody's phones are going off. And Ms. Darbus walks around and is putting all of their phones into a paint can. Oh, my gosh. She's shady. First of all, you know how Gabriella's ringtone has started something new? Oh, yeah. I definitely recorded that song on one of my phones back in the day and made that my ringtone just because of this scene. No! <laughs> no, you didn't. I wanted to be her so bad. Um, Ms. Darvis, as she is stealing everyone's phones, is throwing out detentions. And we find out that Troy and Chad are going to miss basketball practice because they have detention. And my question is, like, can de- when was detention at your school? Um, I don't even know if my school really gave out detention. I never got detention, so I don't know. <laughs> I feel like my school had Saturday I I, detention, yeah. but I don't think anybody ever actually got it. Yeah. I feel like it was, like, after school, though. Also, I wrote down, there's a TV in the classroom. Did you all ever have, like, TVs in your classroom? Did you have student announcements? No, it was on, like, an intercom. Like a speaker. That's what ours were on. I wrote down the TV in the classroom because the last year that I remember there being TVs in our classroom was, I want to say either my eighth grade year or my freshman year, but a bunch of the teachers would just like put pictures, coloring or something on the TVs because they weren't being used. Oh. Also, when Troy and Gabriella are talking in the hallway after homeroom is over, there's a sign on the wall that says, Wildcats don't need nine lives. I saw multiple posters throughout the movie saying something about nine lives. <laughs> like, that's, that's too much. So, Troy's walking Gabriella around the school, kind of... Flirting with her all surprised and tells her not to tell anybody about the singing thing. And they arrive at the spot of the school where there are winter musical sign-ups. And Sharpay signs up the whole sheet. Her autograph is just gigantic. I saw Did you notice the photos of her and Ryan under? No. Like, there's... I wish we got, like, a zoom in, but there's, like, five photos of them in stars right under where the sign-ups are. I saw somewhere a parallel of Sharpay's signature and Brooke Davis's signature when she was signing up for student body president. Or class president. Wait, how dare you bring up B. Davis. And this is the point of the movie where I wrote, I slept on Corbin Blue as a child, and for that, I am sorry. Truly. I mean, because back in the day, I, it was just... Tunnel vision for Zac Efron. It really was. And I was watching Jump In the other day, and I tweeted this. I was like, Corbin Blue is a beautiful man. Why was I so obsessed with Zac Efron that I was denying this man the attention that he very much deserved? Truly. And I've watched plenty of interview with him recently, and he is still held up. (laughs) Yeah, he was on Broadway with one of my favorite actresses. Yes, he was. Love him. This is where we also get the iconic Sharpay Mountain Lion line. There's just so many iconic lines. Because Troy is telling Chad, not telling him, but 
kind of bringing up drama in the theater. And Chad is basically telling him, you're going insane. And then they sing, get your head in the game. musicals are trash and then he bursts into song and dance <laughs> so we get our first little hint here that Gabriella is freakishly smart whenever she corrects her chemistry teacher it is chemistry right yeah it's chemistry yeah they're in the lab oh yeah I think that's so Sharpay clocks Gabriella being super smart and she also, Ryan clocks Troy looking at the winter musical sign-up sheet again. Wait, first of all, why is the, the term freaky used so much in this movie? Freaky math like, girl. Freaky callback boy. Yeah, and, and Sharpay calls, um, Sharpay says something about Gabriella being freak, like freaky genius girl. So like, was that a trendy word back then? Disney probably just didn't want to use anything else. Mm, yeah. That's true. So, after this display of intelligence, Sharpay just <laughs> Googles Gabriella, and however this happens, she's the first one to pop up. Yeah. I feel like Gabriella Montez is quite... A common, a common name. name. So <laughs> I think if I remember correctly, it said there were 46 results. And I'm thinking there have got to be more than 46 people. There's 46 results in my town. That's it, what it yes. is. Yes. Did you notice that their library prints in color? Yeah. Like, so bougie. Dude, at my school, you had to be doing something that had to be printed off in color. Like we... Um, if you had, like, a project with a photo, you had to print it off in black and white until you knew that was the copy, that was the way that you wanted it written, and then you could print it off once in color. Dude, we had to pay 25 cents per black and white Yes! Copy. Oh, per black and white? Oh. Yes. My school My didn't school do that. Nothing for free. So, moving on after... Gabriella gets exposed for being smart. Uh, they're in detention. Chad is asleep in this prop tree, and Troy is kind of waving a prop leaf <laughs> in his face. And I just watched an interview last night because I got bored. This was improv from Zach really? and Corbin. Yes. That makes it so much better. Because <laughs> Corbin said they were all kind of hanging around the detention room, and they were talking to each other like what are we going to do for the scene or whatever? And Corbin said, I think I'm just going to be asleep. And then he said, Zach just started messing with him with the leaf. Oh my God. That's so cute. I love it. So you know how their detention is them painting sets? Is that allowed? This is child labor. See, my drama teacher, anyone who was in drama, even if they weren't part of the production, we wouldn't do the coursework. He would just make us paint sets during our actual classes even if you were in a drama club so manual labor gotta find a way to get it done somehow 
And this is where we first find out that Coach Bolton and Ms. Darvis have had a ongoing feud for quite some time now. Yeah. Why is Coach Bolton just, like, 24-7 aggressive? <laughs> Why? He's always screaming. I know. And, okay, they're arguing with the principal because the principal has to talk to them like they're children sitting here bickering at each other. But there's a little bit of bias shown. And by a little bit, I paused. He has four basketball-related decorations on his desk and at least four basketball trophies behind him. Oh, my gosh. I mean, clearly, he loves Coach Bolton. Well, and the basketball trophies behind him? Don't those get displayed somewhere else? School. Maybe they're his, Ivy. Maybe they're his trophies. His fourth grade AAU basketball team. Exactly. It's his participation trophy. (laughs) (laughs) And at the basketball practice, Pete from Halloween Town High, the third Halloween Town, the the werewolf, is on the basketball team. There's just... Is it... um, one of the choreographers also on the basketball team? Yeah, Chucky. Yes, 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 okay. Because he was always in the, the like, studio session dance tutorials that were posted on Disney Channel. I also remember that from, like, when they would play the movie, but the pop-ups with the facts. Yeah, that we were talking about <laughs> last week. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they're at practice, and Coach Bolton is all mad because Chad and Troy are not there. And Gabriella and Taylor are talking, and Taylor has a rolly backpack. That just speaks absolute volumes of the choice giving her a rolly backpack. Because they go to walk up the stairs, and she has to push it down and pick her backpack up, and then put it down and pull the handle back up to roll it again. I didn't have a rolling backpack. I think the last year I had one was, like, fourth grade. There was a girl in my junior high that had one, and she was the only one. And that was her identifier was, like... Yeah. Like, like beep, has the rolling backpack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had a girl like that, too. Troy's house is bougie. Wait, for you... You, uh, what's it called? You missed the best line from Coach Bolton. What? Go. The what the heck are those two doing in a tree? That's my favorite line from the movie. His delivery? What the heck are those two doing in a tree? (laughs) Doing in a tree. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, we can go past that. Let's go back to Troy's house. Bougie. Troy's practicing his basketball Talking to his dad about wanting to try something new, and his dad is still oblivious. This whole scene and his house gives me major Nathan Scott vibes, let me just say. Ooh. Don't like you, his house feels Don't like, you dare. Don't you dare compare Coach Bolton to Dan Scott. I did not. Don't I you dare. Troy, I said Troy and Nathan. I didn't say Coach Bolton and Dan. Maybe Troy should file for emancipation. <laughs> no, his no. mom's nice. His yeah, his mom's chilling. Do we she no do no wait do we? Do his we, mom. His mom she, isn't in you know, this movie. No, she is when she says the party <laughs> at the beginning. 
Oh, she's like, and duh. Part, <laughs> That's the yeah. only time she's in this movie. Well, she seems fine from that. She's, she's not. not she's not Lynn. Well, she's not even um, in the championship game scene. Oh, yeah. Or breaking free. We don't see her in the crowd. We just see his dad. <laughs> she had to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the next day at school, when the auditions are going to happen, Chad is snooping because Troy is acting real weird, and Troy is doing the most to scramble around this school to get to these auditions without anyone seeing seeing him at the auditions. Like, why why be that extra? <laughs> Just go. They have a full-on auto shop class. I know. We did not have that. No, we did not have that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he ends up finding his way at the auditions, and Gabriella's kind of snooping there, too. Also not just in the crowd. Yeah. Well, Troy's, like, hiding behind the, what, the janitor cart and the camel. Trying yeah. to get to the back of the theater. <gasps> Maybe that was a callback for the set design in the El Rey Theater. That's why there were camels. <laughs> <laughs> so we go through numerous people auditioning for these parts of Minnie and Arnold. Whatever Twinkle Town is, we don't know, but those are the lead roles. We've got High Pitch Girl, uh, Lenny from Read It and Weep reading off of his hand. Um, the, f- the girl that sings flat that's winking at Miss Darbus, the opera girl, and the stoner kids. The spoken word is the best part of that classic cut scene of auditions. Oh, let's be honest. The those kids are a hundred percent stoners, and Disney oh. did the most to show that they were stoners without having them physically smoking weed on the show. They said we got to represent every click of high school. <laughs> it's hard to believe. I couldn't see. <laughs> see. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And then Sharpay and Ryan go on stage and they sing What I've Been Looking For, their audition piece, which they completely cut off Kelsey. And it is her song, but they say that they had their pianist do an arrangement for them. I want you to know. Yeah, they completely undermine her, but her facial expressions during this scene are so underrated. I never appreciated them until now. I love Alicia Rulin. I hope she's uh, doing well. Oh, same. Also, why are the students, again, just chilling on the stage? Again, again. Like, well, it, this that's not how auditions work. Why do Sharpay <laughs> and Ryan want to play love interests? That's my question. I know. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. (laughs) 
And so the auditions are over, and Gabriella finally decides that she wants to audition, but Miss Darvis tells her that the solo auditions are done, and there are no more pair spots, and then Troy comes out of the corners. He he releases his... He comes out of the shadows. I'll sing with her. She's, like, Miss Darvis needs to chill. This is not Broadway. No, she's Three way too serious about on. this. You got time. And so they don't get to audition, and Kelsey full-on trips on the stage because Sharpay terrified her, and she's all nervous now. And all of her music pieces go everywhere, and they go up on the stage to help her, and then there's this super sweet moment of Troy telling her that she shouldn't be intimidated by Gab- uh, by Sharpay because she yeah. is the one who wrote the musicals, the, wrote, I, she's the one who composed <laughs> the musical. She is essentially the playmaker. That's a cute moment. I'm telling you, this is the moment I would have fallen in love with this man. Because... Yeah, if it wasn't love at first sight, it was this moment. Yeah, I mean, because honestly... It's easy for somebody to flirt with you, but for you to sit there and see somebody be a genuine nice person to someone else, I feel like sometimes speaks more than somebody just flirting with you. Yeah. Um, And then Kelsey asks them if they want to hear how the song is actually supposed to sound, and they play it, and they sing. I've never had someone that knows me like you do. And I want to know, like, Troy can read music because I'm going to be honest. I can read music in terms of an instrument, but I can't read notes for, like, a voice. That's true. Maybe, um, I don't know. Maybe he kind of picked it up from Sharpay and Ryan. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And Miss Darvis pops out of the same shadows that Troy was hiding (laughs) in. And she tells them that they have a callback. And then Sharpay screams callbacks in the hallway, and it just echoes throughout the whole school. (laughs) Yeah. And Kelsey is all excited because she wants to actually work with them, and she doesn't want to work with Sharpay and Ryan because they're completely undermining her. And I love that Kelsey called it basketball class. She says, I can see you before school or after school or after basketball class. She's so cute. She's so pure. (laughs) Kelsey's so underrated. I love Kelsey. Yeah. Okay, so they're in homeroom the next day, I guess. And I just want to say that EJ's stick to the status quo shirt in the series looks more like this colored jacket that Sharpay is wearing than the shirt that E or that Chad is wearing in Stick to the Status Quo in this movie. <laughs> they had to make do. Sharpay and Ryan find out that Gabriella and Troy have a callback and they're very confused. Because they didn't even audition. So they are convinced to tell Miss Darvis that this is all a part of their scheme to ruin the drama department at the school. 
Yeah, Ryan thinks that they're getting pumped and Ashton is going to come out. That's the greatest. Oh, I love it. But then we transition into stick to the status quo when we find out that because Troy is doing drama, everybody else just assumes that they can try new things too that aren't a part of their clique. Yeah, like how dare anyone have any other interests, you know? <laughs> we get we get my main man Zeke talking about his baking. I love Zeke. Me too. I love Zeke and Jason. Zeke is honestly one of my favorite characters throughout all three movies. We get Zeke baking, we get Miss Martha Cox doing dancing. Hip hop. <laughs> And her passion. And then we get the skater cello dude. Yep. Skater boy. Okay. You know his friend in the beanie that uh, he asks him what he plays and he says, uh, saw? Yeah. That dude looked like if Goob from Meet the Robinsons was a person. Oh my god. I can't believe you just made that reference. (laughs) That's what he looked like. God. I love Well, this is like the best choreographed scene for sure. <laughs> I feel like this was some this was something as a kid that would hype you up just to this dynamic, so many people dancing and it was just a crazy production. Oh yeah, I mean, I remember I spent like a summer at my friend Jaylene's house and we would literally recreate this scene every single day. <laughs> Oh, my friend Keela and I had choreography to Boys Are Back from High School Musical 3. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've got pictures of us doing it. It was, uh, it was wild. But at the end of this song, Gabriella slips on some spilled milk, literally, and her chili cheese fries fly up into the air and land straight on Sharpay's chest. Of course. What a coincidence. Yeah. How coincident. And then she... I, mm, I can't speak. Uh, she then, Sharpay, she then tells Ms. Darbus that Gabriella did it on purpose. I know. And isn't she saying this, like, right in front of Gabriella? Yeah, she's saying that she did it on purpose and it was all a part of their scheme or something. Jeez. And Chad tells Troy that he missed their free period workout. And I'm like, how much practice do you need in a day? <laughs> I know. Don't they have after-school practice? Yes. Too? Yeah, because they're all... All the basketball players are in this gigantic locker room during their free period. And Miss Darbus just goes storming through this locker room full of naked teenage boys. I know. She just flies through. This, I feel like, is not legal. <laughs> no. This is in no way legal. But she's going, and she... Talks to Coach Bolton and asks him what is up and why is Troy going to sabotage their drama department. And Coach Bolton is just completely laughing about it and says that Troy does not sing. I know. That's how we find out about this whole thing. Yeah. Miss Darbus. And then at 46 minutes and 5 seconds, my timestamp, there is a good luck wall, I guess, for the big game that's coming up on friday apparently and do we ever find out what this big game is is it the state championship the regionals i don't know it's It's playoffs playoffs yeah there's a say it somewhere there's a championship playoff i don't know i feel like it's the 
the playoff before championship, like the playoff game before. But they get a trophy. Yeah, you always. I always got trophies for playoffs. I don't know, honey. I did golf, so. <laughs> What's it like to get a trophy? I don't know that. I need basketball and volleyball, so I'm well-versed in but, the trophies. Yes, at 46 minutes and 5 seconds, there's a good luck wall for the game that a bunch of people have signed, and someone drew Miss Darbus, which was really funny. But also, really? there is a signature in the very middle of it that Kenny Ortega signed. I fact-checked it. I looked online. I googled Kenny Ortega's signature and Kenny signed the wall. Oh my god, what is it? 46 and 5? Yes. Okay, I'm writing this down so I can look it up later. Somebody <laughs> drew Miss Darvis on the right side of the wall and then Kenny Ortega's signature is like smack dab in the middle of it. Oh, that's cute. And I wrote down, Sharpay has to be nervous just about Gabriella because... Why would she care about Troy playing her opposite? Yeah, well, but also because they're paired. Yeah. So it's either Ryan and Sharpay or Troy and Gabriella, right? Because they audition in pairs. They did audition in pairs, but I feel like ultimately it's up to Ms. Darvis. So if she thought that Sharpay was better than Gabriella, she could have just paired up those two. That's true. You're right. I don't know. I just wrote that down. I don't understand. We find out that Troy's hideout is at the greenhouse on the rooftop of the school. Yep, classic rooftop garden. And he and Gabriella have this kind of deep conversation. Oh, yeah. And we got the, the classic kindergarten lines. It's wild watching it back after seeing the series and hearing those lines so many times and then seeing the actual original. <laughs> yeah, the one that they're basing it off of. That was crazy. Yeah. And they say that when you're in kindergarten and you meet somebody, you're automatically friends and you don't think anything about the other person and that when they sang with each other, it felt like that. Aww. So they proceed and they keep practicing in secret for whatever reason they think it's secret, which is Gabriella singing in the bathroom, apparently, where anyone could walk in. Can we talk about how, like, during this whole rehearsal montage, the music they chose is, like, sort of creepy? It is. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Yes. And Like, why was that an option? <laughs> I don't understand them being so secretive about rehearsing for this, when if they get the part, you're literally in the musical. How are you going to hide that? that? And also, it's public knowledge that they have a callback. So yeah, so at this point, are. why are you still being sneaky? <laughs> and Sharpay and Ryan just keep snooping on them to hear how they're doing. And... Okay, why are, also, why are they still getting detention? Because there's another scene where they're painting. Like, what are they Oh, doing yeah. Now? Maybe at this point, she's just making all of her homeroom do it. Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> and then Troy missed another basketball practice, so he comes after everybody else. And Coach specifically says that he missed practice, but then later on his argument is practice isn't over until the last player leaves the gym. Come on, Coach. Make up your mind. Honestly. And Coach, Gabriella comes in, and she and Troy just have this really cute moment, and then Coach is super rude to Gabriella. I know. So mean. 
He he says straight in front of her face, oh, so your detention buddy. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. Yeah, and Troy tells his dad that he can do both singing and basketball, and his dad still isn't getting it. <laughs> yeah, and Troy defends Gabrielle and says, she's very nice. I that's one line from this movie I will never forget and that girl's name is Gabriella and she's very nice (laughs) great defending Troy so the next day in the library Chad is just in the process of talking Troy out of doing this musical by telling him that if he does musicals he's gonna end up in his mom's refrigerator yeah like that's such an unnecessary story but my favorite line went he says, what spell has this elevated IQ temptress girl cast that suddenly makes you want to be in a musical? <laughs> like, who talks like that? Who knows? Apparently Chad Danforth. <laughs> so, Sharpay and Ryan think that they, they see the science team scheming and they see the basketball team scheming and... Sharpay and Ryan are convinced that the jocks and the science nerds want Troy and Gabriella to get the part. Yeah, when it's clearly the opposite. Yeah, it's the other way around. They're scheming to try and get Troy and Gabriella to stop all this. So the team lures Troy into the locker room and just Yeah, they say let's let's just throw all of these random stis- yeah, statistics in Troy's face. All these old basketball players that mean nothing to him. I know. If someone were to show me someone from my high school that played in, like, 1984, I'd be like, okay, cool. Yeah, and? Yeah, when, what am also, I... Also, the way that they all, like, chant, get you ahead of the game, I would... If, like, that happened to me in real life, I would just burst out laughing. Like, <laughs> that sounds like a cult meeting. I know, they're like, get your head in the game. Yeah, they're like, blah, 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 cast in 1984. Get your head in the game. I just said cast, team. I don't care. Um, Yeah, I would just die of laughter if, if, like, my team did that in front of my face. And then their last person that they show Troy to get his head in the game is his dad. And they say that he's the last team member that Troy is forgetting about. And they're still acting like... Him doing this completely means that he doesn't care about basketball at all. I know. <laughs> it's so petty. And then we have the Brainiacs, on the other hand, just like throwing evolution in Gabriella's face. Just powerful women. Free, yeah, I literally Frida Kahlo. Oprah Winfrey. I'm like, what does this have to do with her dating a basketball player? I know. And then... Um, and then back in the locker room, there's the subtle opening of the laptop and the giant webcam. The giant webcam that he somehow doesn't notice. And Troy just starts absolutely tearing Gabriella apart. She she means nothing to me. This team is what matters. And they are sending this video feed to the computer in which Gabriella is watching. And obviously her heart is broken. Uh, and then she busts into When There Is Me and You. This is my second favorite song.
my question about this song, we all know the dramatic her leaning against the poster on the wall. The body flings. Why is there a giant basketball poster of a bunch of juniors? And why do they all look so bad on the poster? (laughs) I don't understand. I understand if it were like a big picture of all the seniors, but all of them, except maybe that one tall guy that's in every scene in this movie that no one knows who he is. All of them are juniors. Why is there a giant poster of juniors? And why is Zac Efron like 10 feet tall? Maybe because all the seniors suck that year. <laughs> so it's, it's all about the juniors. Yeah, it's Zeke, Jason, Chad, Troy, and then that random the tall guy. <laughs> We should find out his name. We should. Shout out tall guy. We should say, were you supposed to be a senior? Yeah. Do you remember 14 years ago, like, the concept of your character? Yeah, I. that's what I don't understand. So Gabriella calls off the callbacks. And so angsty. Everybody, they just want to sing. Just let them sing. Everybody's somber. And the basketball team are practicing at a basketball court that's connected to their track. We had that. Oh, we did not. <laughs> we had two tracks. We had a football connected to the track and then basketball connected to track. That's weird. Yeah. And after they're all dramatic and neither of them want to talk to anybody chad and taylor realize that they messed up so the team apologizes to troy and then troy goes to find gabriella i love gabriella's house she's got freaking bougie house too and isn't it just supposed to be her and her mom yeah dude her mom's her mom looks like she's making money her mom's got bank Um, yeah she has that cute balcony yeah so Gabriella's mom is looking out for Gab and she tells her that she is or she tells Troy that Gabriella is working on homework and stuff so she can't talk right now but Troy does not take no for an answer so he climbs her balcony <laughs> and, and sings to her yeah and sings start of something new so they're back in the game <laughs> We get another montage of them practicing. Troy points at himself in the mirror. Can we talk about how, like, every time they look at each other, they're trying to be sneaky? <laughs> it's, like, so obvious. When the, when they're just randomly both like this, like, yeah. bopping <laughs> in the auditorium, I'm like, what are you doing? And why is I no know, one... Like, who that? <laughs> why is no one looking at them? Like, why are you just both bopping right now and yeah. spasming? <laughs> but there's that 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 music that we all know where he points at himself and like in the mirror they're like wah, wah, and and so Sharpay and Ryan see that they're back in the game and they find a way to get the callbacks rescheduled to Friday which is the same day as the big game and the Scholastic Decathlon. Can we talk about the uh, the text on the screen when Friday comes and how it says like game day at the bottom. Oh no no wait yeah it says game day and then callback day and then scholastic decathlon day and then it just says help help. <laughs> I liked how they layered it on. I know. And then we get the iconic G O D R A M A C L U B exclamation point. <laughs> 
Classic. That's the greatest thing. And I still think Lucas Graville's line here is probably the best line in this movie. What does he say? I literally just wrote dumb Ryan. <laughs> when he's when he's reading their shirts, he's like, good draw, good draw, good drain. I wrote dumb Ryan because I was like, why do they play him off as dumb in this movie? I really want to get the My Oh My Supply Co. shirt of that. I just want all of the My Oh My Supply Co. stock. Honey, do you know how much I've had to pull myself back from ordering their To All The Boys I've Loved Before stuff? I know. I want you to get that, dude. I want to get it, but I don't want to spend the money on it right now. But hey, yeah. maybe me me using my $1,200 government-issued check to pay off my Disney birthday trip so that I can buy My Oh My Supply Co. merch. Spend half at My Oh My Supply Co. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And okay, so it's Friday. This is a large crowd for a Scholastic Decathlon match. What even is it called? A match? I don't... Probably. I was going to say that, that, and then also the crowd in the uh, in the theater. Like, who are all these people? For callbacks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Kelsey's in full-on, like, coat and tie for callbacks. Dude, Kelsey said, I'm going all in. And so our first song here of Friday is Bop to the Top, performed by Sharpay and Ryan. Okay, quick story time. When whenever this came out, my friend Jason got a group of us together and was like, "Let's recreate High School Musical, like a scene every day at lunch." So we would do that. But I really wanted Gabriella, but this girl named Brianna got the part, and I was livid. But I got <laughs> Sharpay, and <laughs> I, I still remember singing the whole choreo. To this, I just remember doing it and doing it on the street during lunch. Is there video okay. footage of this? I would love. No, this. we would just do it during lunch, like <laughs> in our school uniforms, just chilling, like on the sidewalk. <laughs> I would love to see this. I know. I wish, dude. And so we keep flashing between Sharpay and Ryan performing and the game. And I just want to say that schools and movies are always hosting the championship. Oh yeah. They never have to travel anywhere. And I feel like every time I had a game, I had to travel. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, um, one tree Hill hosting the championship in Raleigh is one of the first accurate depictions of having to travel for a state championship that I've seen. So at the Scholastic Decathlon, Taylor messes with the lights in the gym because apparently she is a coding expert and just... Yeah, apparently she's a hacker. Yeah, she just hacks the whole school and jacks up the scoreboard and the lights so everybody has to leave the gym and they mess up their experiment so everybody has to leave the decathlon. And then... 
Troy shows up in his jumpsuit, Gabriella shows up in her lab coat, and then the entire school just comes into the theater. Including the West High people? Yeah. They said, oh, we, we got nowhere else to go. We traveled. So Miss <laughs> Darbus has these dead flowers on her desk in the auditorium that have been there throughout the whole movie. And I would like to think that someone of some significance gave those to her at some point and she just has never gotten the nerve to throw them away. Oh, that's cute. So they're just on her desk. <laughs> and so Ms. Darbus calls for Troy and Gabriella, and they're not there, and Kelsey stands up to Sharpay, and Gabriella is finally there. They show up, and Ms. Darbus isn't going to let them sing until the audience shows up. Yeah. <laughs> she already had a few people. Now she has the whole thing filled. Yeah. So Gabriella's scared to sing, and then we have our callback to the kindergarten line from Troy. And they sing Breaking Free. But your faith it gives me strength, strength to believe. We're breaking We're free. Out of all dance... Yeah, try it with these moves. Go. Go on, because that's what I was about to say. Yeah. Like, he is truly a performer. Out of all like, dance where, moves... Where did these moves come from? Out of all the dance moves in this movie, the one that I tried to do when I was a child was his, like, moonwalk circle spin thing. Oh, yeah, I could never. When the that. second verse hits, when he's like, can you the... feel the fear? <laughs> I only did the, the sore and flying part. Whenever he spins Gabriella out, so man, and she's just spinning with her skirt flying up. Like, does she get dizzy? <laughs> I want to know, why, why is Troy the only one on the team that's not still in uniform? Because he was able to run and change, remember? When but, Chad told him, shoot him off. But who the frick cares for him to change? Just leave your uniform on. And they could have been there on time. <laughs> oh, true. This is all chores. Because the whole team and the audience are still in their uniforms, but he's in his tracksuit. Yeah. Okay, you know the moon prop? Yeah. What? That wasn't in the series, right? I was trying to remember, but I didn't want to go watch back. No, it wasn't. Okay, I was just wondering. I love that moon, though. <laughs> yeah, same. And so they finish singing. Everybody's cheering. He kisses her cheek, and then we're back at the game. Did you notice that, like, only half of the bleachers are filled during the game? And the way they shot it no. was, like, trying to just focus on the bottom. <laughs> but they have some outer shots that are just, like, it's literally empty, Kenny Ortega. <laughs> I would have been an extra Kenny could call me. <laughs> um, so the game is over. They win. And this was another thing Corbin said in his interview that was really funny. You know the end where everybody's cheering and they're, like, screaming to talk to each other? Yeah. 
Corbin said this whole time, they the way they were mic'd up, none of the extras were saying anything, so they have to grab each other and scream and talk like there's so much going on in the background, but no one was... It was dead silent. Like they just, like, inputted audio later? Yes. That's so funny. Oh, my God. All these behind-the-scenes. Yeah, so... Troy and Gabriella are about to kiss, and Chad completely blocks it. <laughs> yeah. And then we see a l- the little spark between him and Taylor. Oh, he asked her out on a date, and it's so cute. I know. Okay. Oh, can we talk about Kelsey's outfit? <gasps> yes. Her one-shouldered top. Yeah, with the gold belt and gold pants. Like, she had the best outfit besides Gabriella during this Yes. Time. Okay, how does Gabriella not know the term break a leg? She's a freaky genius girl. I feel like even She's if you're... She's not a, a musical. <laughs> I feel like even if you're not in theater, you know that break a leg means good luck. <laughs> not to she Big Red. Um, so we get this super sweet moment of Zeke giving Sharpay some cookies because this whole movie he's been trying to talk to her and she has been looking the other way. Yeah, Brian takes it, though. And Troy gives Kelsey the game ball because she's the playmaker. So cute. And then Jason takes her hat off. <laughs> yeah, reveals her pretty her pretty curly hair. And then we transition into we're all in this together. The most iconic part of this, aside from the choreography that we all know, is Lucas Grabeel hip thrusting. Thank you. For I a, just, I wrote that exact note down. For, for <laughs> a solid 30 seconds, he's just like... He's just chilling in the background, <laughs> waiting, for his, waiting for his solo. <laughs> also, there's a, very, there's a good representation of people with braces in this movie, because so many teen movies don't have people with braces. Yeah, I totally agree. I also love in this, this part, part yeah, I also love in the scene where the beginning when Troy and Gabriella are like walking through the crowd of students. Yeah. I don't know. I always just love that part where all the different students come up to them. This iconic, the credits start to roll. Everybody's walking out in their pairs and then the Zeke and Sharp. Okay. Also, when the credits start to roll, there's West High cheerleaders dancing with them too. Why are you celebrating? It's it's just a happy moment. (laughs) Let them live. And then the end credit scene of Zeke and Sharpay that we all know and love. Wait, I want to know why there was a balloon drop set up for after the game. Like, that's bougie. They just knew they were going to win. 
Were they just were the balloons just gonna chill up there if they didn't win? <laughs> yeah, they'd save it for something else. They 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 they, <laughs> they use it as an excuse because the Scholastic Decathlon team won. <laughs> you, you guys, you won. Go celebrate in the gym. <laughs> like you won. Let's drop some balloons. Okay. Yeah, I like how it ends with that. Um, I guess it's like mid credit scene with Zeke and Sharpay. Oh, love my man Zeke. And that's it, y'all. That's the movie. That was fun. I, I'm glad we rewatched that. Haven't seen it in a while. That was a good time. Well. Let me go on our Instagram because I made an Instagram story and a few people followed our directions. <laughs> I asked a couple questions. Let me see. Hold on. It's pulling up. Okay. So I asked three questions. I asked, um, for favorite song, favorite scene and favorite character from high school musical, the movie, not the series. Okay. Let's see. Okay, so hsmtmts.fan account said that every single song's their favorite. Agreed. <laughs> but wait, what's yours, Ivy? Did you say yours? My favorite? Yeah, um, from this movie. You know, I don't know if I ever would have said it before, but watching it last night, I honestly feel like stick to the status quo is just so yeah. monumental for my childhood. <laughs> I mean, it really is. It's so good. Lauren, we're going to be in that cafeteria. I know. I'm so... Like, every time they put... They had, like, an outside shot of the school, I got so excited I for know. a trip. I know. You guys, we booked our Airbnb. It's for real now. It's real. Okay. They also said that their favorite scene is when Troy goes and gets Gabriella from Sanford from High School Musical 3. I can't wait to cover that. Because that movie... Why do people hate on the third one so much? I know. And then their favorite character is Troy. And then we have... Okay, this is my favorite response we got. Ellen said her favorite song was I Can't Take My Eyes Off of You. I know it's not in the actual show, but it's on the soundtrack, LOL. I love that song. But is that... Wait... Do you know that song? The one that Heath Ledger sings in 10 Things I Hate About You? No, the one that the cast sings. I can't take my eyes off of you. <laughs> I know you feel the same way too. Oh, I have this soundtrack in my car, but it, I haven't listened to it in a long time. I have yeah. the, the, like, the CD I have it in my car. I have, I have all four CDs. I have High School Musical 1, 2, and 3 and the series CD in my car. <laughs> Oh my god, we love that. But yeah, listen to that song because that one's a classic. I'm over here thinking then, about 10 things I hate about you. Oh my god. I, I mean, that song's good too. <laughs> and then HSMTMTS underscore lover said either Bob to the top or breaking free. Yes. And the favorite scene is when Gabriella slips and spills her food, whatever her food was, or Troy hiding behind the janitor stuff. <laughs> Okay, I swear, before the special came out this year, I did not know those were chili cheese fries. What'd you think it was? The way it was, like, orangey-red on her, I thought it was, like, spaghetti or something. But it literally shows the fries. Girl, I was six. I wasn't paying attention. HSM TMTS Addict said Troy is their favorite character. 
Oh, wait, wait. They said, wait, no, abort. It's Chad. <laughs> did you did you write that, Ivy? <laughs> I ghost tweeted this. Yeah. <laughs> they said their favorite song is High School Musical, which I feel that. I captioned my graduation photos with High School Musical Aww. lyrics. Like, the song. Autumn. Uh, Sharpay, I love that. Be- <laughs> Autumn, this is a G- PG-rated show. Chantelle said that her favorite song is Stick to the Status Quo and Breaking Free, and that her favorite characters are Troy and Gabriella, and then she said Sharpay too because she's iconic. True. And we have Catherine. Our Beth girl Catherine. Said favorite song, Breaking Free. New Year's Eve's favorite scene. I do love that. I love that scene. And then Sharpay's her favorite character. Michaela Herrera said that Breaking Free is her favorite song. And HSMTMTS fan said that Work This Out is their favorite song. I love Work This Out. Not uh, not from I, can't wait to cover that one I know it's like not from this movie, but I love that song so much. Is that your favorite song for the second? It might be, honestly. It probably is, yeah. I mean those pots and pans. Mm. Oh my gosh, the, the uh, Gabriella with the glasses. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> See, I want to rewatch that, but I feel like I should just wait until we cover it because I, know. I want like my actual reaction. I know, I'm the same way. Okay. And then we have series HSM said their favorite song is We're All in This Together. Their favorite scene is the rooftop scene. And then, of course, the end where Sharpay runs to Zeke after he baked for her. And then, oh, they said Martha is their favorite character. That's interesting. We love Miss Martha Cox. Yes, we do. Um, Marta Jablika, I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong, uh, said that their favorite song is I Gotta Go My Own Way. Also not from this. Also good song. And also great song. that their favorite song or their favorite scene was the last scene from three. And that their favorite character is Gabriella. And then Miss Elizabeth said that what I've been looking for is their favorite song and their favorite scene is a rooftop scene. Shout I mean, I love every rooftop scene. Shout out to Elizabeth. Elizabeth is always tweeting us or Insta DMing us. Truly. And then we got one DM on Twitter. It is from fan HSMTMTS that said, Hey, saw your post about DMing opinions on the original HSM. This is probably an opinion you've heard before, but I definitely don't think Sharpay was the villain of the movie. They don't think Sharpay? They don't. Oh, no. I agree. I mean, could you imagine being the lead in all those productions and then all of a sudden somebody comes in that's never done theater before? I know. But I mean... Is, so is there a villain? No. Uh, not, I mean, honestly, if anybody's going to be posed as a villain, I feel like it'd be Chad and Taylor. Yeah, I was going to say that, or Coach Bolton. <laughs> oh, true. Well, that's it for everybody's messages. Thanks, everyone, for responding, and we would love to hear more from you guys at just for a podcast on both twitter and instagram we also want to hear what you guys want us to do because we need ideas until season two comes out so give us 
stuff we should cover, stuff we should talk about, etc. Yeah, whatever you want us to do. This podcast is distributed on Anchor, which is a podcast app that you can record your podcast and distribute them to anywhere you listen to them, such as Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you all want to leave us a review and a rate on Apple Podcasts, that'd be super cool. And another thing that you can do on Apple... Er, I do this every week. <laughs> another cool thing that you can okay. do on Anchor is leave a voice message, which are super fun and funny, and we love hearing those. So if you all feel like sending one of those in... Go right ahead. Until next Friday. Lauren, do you want to tell them what we're doing next Friday? Next Friday, we're going to cover the Cheetah Girls. Ooh, Cheetah Girls, Cheetah Sisters. So get ready, y'all, because we're about to rave in Simone. Yes. Just kidding. Um <laughs> If you guys didn't see it, but Ivy just did, like, a ponytail whip. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was a pun on the spot, ladies and gents and non-binary pals. Um, Okay, so, yeah, tune in for Cheetah Girls next Friday. Until then, thank you guys for listening. Bye. Bye. Tori can tell his secret, then I can tell mine. I think. What? I love to bake, strudel, scones, even apple pandowdy. Not another sound. Someday I hope to make the perfect cream